personal question here. How comfortable are you in evaluating your strengths and weaknesses objectively? Do you think too highly of yourself or too little? Well, self-awareness or knowing your story is increasingly important for us if we are to successfully navigate the future of work. It's also a critical component of navigating any sort of a business career or life or faith reboot. The trouble is, (laughs) when we're not self-aware, we have no idea we're deficient, right? that can kind of cause problems. I'm Tracy Winchell, co-creator and host of the Reboots Podcast at RebootsPodcast.com, and this is Episode 7 of Series 2, Tracy's Tiny Reboots. We're celebrating 12 months of podcasting and interviewing more than two dozen people about their life and business reboots by, during the month of May, every day, sharing a lesson we've learned from our experiences. All right, time to be brutally honest here. My struggles with self-talk. Um, what about these narratives that we, we tell ourselves? I'm, I'm way too hard on myself a lot of times. It's because I expect too much of me. And you know what? Boy, this is really hard to admit. After years of expecting too much and um, telling myself I didn't live up to expectations, I've actually started to believe I'm not good enough. Yeah. So for the past year, I've been working on rebuilding my self-esteem. My conversation with Stephen Worley in episode 13 of the Reboots podcast and as a guest on his podcast, Life Skills That Matter, revealed some practical implications for developing a healthy sense of self. But how, how how do we do that? For me... Personally, the key has been working the 12 steps of Celebrate Recovery with an accountability team and a coach that I trust. I am not where I want to be, but I am getting better at encouraging myself daily and foreseeing my flaws as they are, just as I see my strengths as they are. I'm better at seeing improvement, and I'm also better at seeing where I've stepped back a little bit in some areas. One of the things that I've been doing, nearly every evening I write a note to next day Tracy. I am kind and encouraging, and when today Tracy slacks off to give next day Tracy some tougher deadlines, I actually apologize. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird, but after doing this off and on for a year and a half and consistently since February, I can see the difference in how I used to write notes to my next day self and then the current notes where I'm actually kind and um, respectful. All right, so advice on improving your self-worth? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, By now, maybe you're asking why self-worth is one of the four keys to navigating a reboot. When we lose everything or even one thing, a marriage, a career, home, whatever, we often realize how much of our identity was wrapped up in stuff or money or people. So, in order to navigate the loss of that thing or lots of things, it it takes time to reshape our identity, and we might as well do that in a healthy way, right? All right, so I'm not a trained counselor, so offering advice about rebuilding self-esteem is is dangerous, and and you shouldn't take advice from someone um, unless they're trained and credentialed, okay? Instead, 
what I want to do to try to help you find some perspective, uh, I'm going to read an excerpt from an article in Psychology Today from April 1st. It's called, How Do You Evaluate Your Self-Worth? Here's a quote. Self-worth and self-esteem are important psychological constructs that affect not only how we think about ourselves and how we relate to others, but they also have an impact on our psychological health and functioning. Low self-worth can lead to stress, substance abuse, depression, and other impairing conditions. The article continues. A strong reliance on basing one's self-worth on external contingencies leaves the individual vulnerable to instability, as opposed to the stability that is found for those whose self-worth stems from a core or internal contingencies. It is not recommended that people refrain from seeking the approval of others or to have a competitive nature if those aspects are important to them. However, Psychology Today continues, it is recommended that people become more cognizant of their virtues and their inner strengths and then keep them in the forefront of their mind when feeling challenged or stressed. Doing so reminds us who we really are and our worth, and if necessary, how we can do how can how we can improve. For me, that begins with journaling, so that I can compare today self to a few months ago or a few years ago self. Um, it's a big deal, and um, yeah. So think about that. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about the third of four necessary tools for navigating a life or a business change. It is about the people with whom we associate community. In the meantime, I would love to hear from you about this series. I'm Tracy Winchell, Dale Valente.